T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, <laughs> the Playmakers. We are back. We are back for the second show of the week. Yes, it is Tuesday p.m. Tuesday p.m., that makes sense. My God. It is Tuesday p.m. somewhere, as Here, they say. I'm trying to be smooth. And Smooth criminal. There's nothing but turbulence here. <laughs> there's nothing but, and Lil John isn't even around, but we are here to talk about all the sports and other things. Welcome to the Playmakers. It is March 1st. Happy March. Happy March. Happy uh, Justin Bieber's birthday, by the way. Thank you for bringing that to us. <laughs> You're welcome. So important. It's at the I'm, forefront of all of our imaginations. That's what I'm here for. I just need somebody to love. Biebs. Also... What is it, like Women's History Month or something now? Yes. Or Women's uh, Appreciation, which is always like, I. Is it is it, appreci- I, is it appreciation? I, that would be I'm weird. not really. I'm not really I think it's sure. Women's History Month. Um, it, either way, I'm glad that they chose uh, the best month that there is in the year. Happens to coincide with, uh, honestly, with my birthday. Right. So I'm just going to say, coincidence, I think not. But it is not a coincidence that you're hearing us through your ear holes. My name is Lindsey Brown and over yonder. I'm Adrian Hernandez. And we are the Playmakers. We are here each and every weekday, 3 to 5 p.m., like I said, to lead you through the sports and the other things going on in this world. And there's a lot going on today. There is so much to get into. We're going to be talking a lot about the Golden Knights and the Sharks tonight because they are going to be clashing. It's been a while since we've had the Sharks back in the fortress. And it used to be a little bit different of a vibe, but hopefully the winning ways on our side will choose to be because... Your Golden Knights need a win real bad, guys. They need one. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on. I know they took a week off last week, but let's get it together, guys. Yeah, I'm starting I, to get nervous. I have some theories about what's going on, and that's what today's program and the show just in general is here to explore. Be that live, be that in podcast form on that free Odyssey app. Don't do the whole read. Let's not make it a huge thing because we always lead off our show with that, and that's not that fun. But we have such an eclectic mix of uh, topics today. We're going to be talking to Joe O, who did not die. He just went on vacation for two weeks. He is going to bring us sports betting insight that only BetQL can provide. Uh, We're going to be talking about Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey and other potential superstars that, at least in my book, I think just need a fresh start somewhere else, if not just for them personally, for the teams that currently employ them, because timing is truly everything, and Garrett Hedlund didn't even need to tell us in Country Strong. We're going to talk about the WNBA and the controversy surrounding that today because apparently they almost took away the New York Liberty franchise from their owners because they had the audacity to put their players on a charter plane. My God, people, what if they get used to being treated like, I don't know, other professional athletes? 
How dare they want dare better they? for themselves? I know, right? Honestly, in this uh, economy. In this economy, it really is tough to have any sort of optimism, but we're going to try to instill some of that in you guys. As I mentioned, Golden Knights, San Jose Sharks tonight at the Fortress, 7 p.m. I will be in attendance and uh, hopefully finding some uh, some ways to get the pucks in behind the netminders. Will it happen on the special teams? Probably not tonight. But again, those are details that can be found interwoven through the segments of our show. Full two-hour vote. And I'm not really sure what we're going to be talking about lastly, but it'll probably have to do with the ongoing war in Ukraine and all the things that are connected to our sports world with that because there are updates and we can't just say, oh, we'll take the day off. They don't get to. I could just also quickly just RIP baseball, apparently. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I kind of, yeah, we yeah, kind yeah. of uh, eulogized them yesterday to start out the week, and it seems official. that it has become official. There was a last ditch effort by owners to put forth a proposal that some players called a slap in the face. Uh, and the first two series of the regular season have been canceled. I'm not really sure where we go from here. All I know is that baseball is not going to be played, and I don't really anticipate that changing any time soon. But goodness gracious, things that also don't change is how we start our show, and that's our can opener, whether it's a can of corn, a can of worms, a can of whoop-ass. Yes. We got to worry about some people's. We got to worry about some very important people's, at least to your and my life. To differing degrees. Mine's more of a professional interest. Yours is straight up, it's it's a blood feud. It's, it's personal. It, it is personal. It is interwoven <laughs> in your DNA as a Clevelandian. That's why we're going to check the worry meter readings on the Golden Knights and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Because both are in, en- in enviable positions that are not exactly heading in the most positive of directions. So... Let's start with the Cavaliers, shall we? Because last night, they were facing off against, I don't want to say the juggernaut of the NBA, but some people are saying it, the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are just outside of that playoff line right now. They'd be in the play-in tournament. They were able to secure a victory over the Cavaliers at home in Target Center, 127-122. And Kevin Love was making fun of Carl Anthony Towns. And Carl, I, I think there's a there's been some sort of leveling up. And somebody gave him an evolution stone in the Pokemon game, and all of a sudden the Eevee's turning into something way gnarlier than we had anticipated. Nine tails, just do it. Kevin Love, Carl Anthony Towns, those guys are your Mount Rushmore. Well, of but, power that's, that's, it's very sad, isn't it? It's very sad. But Carl Anthony Towns uh, drained a 27-footer with a, just over 11 seconds left. To beat the Cavaliers, uh, he's having a moment, especially with beyond the arc. But the Cleveland Cavaliers, Adrian, it was nothing but sunshine and rainbows. Like trade deadline, right? First you get Chris Levert, who has like the best NBA name out there, and all of a sudden the powers start shifting. And then oh yeah, we have the All Star game. LeBron's like he's basically moved back Flirting in. With us yeah, and seriously, stuff. He said, he's slid good. into the DMs, not even hiding it, posting <laughs> it to the story, blasting it even. But you get a couple of owies, and now too many owies. I am hearing not just from you, from from the experts that we employ here on on this program, and from the voices that surround just the general basketball viewing public. Things are not looking great for your calves. Where are you at right now with this? Listen, uh, we played the Minnesota Timberwolves, Mm -hmm. a proven team making moves. We lost by five points. We had our third string point guard and a dude on the 10-day contract who was our third string shooting guard. And we lost by five points. Yep. 
Um, at the end of the day right now, we're sitting at 36-25. and 25. They're in the fifth spot of the Eastern Conference. Unfortunately, this has to be the year where, for once, the Western Conference is kind of weak and the Eastern Conference is super tough. Um, there's 21 games left. Right now, they're in the thick of a huge, huge part of their regular season. We just played Minnesota. Um, we have to play the Heat, um, Atlanta, I hope the Sixers twice, the Raptors. So if this team is going to make a push, uh, they're going to have to earn it. Thankfully, one of our guards, just one of them might be coming back. Our all-star Darius Garland uh, earlier today, J.B. Bickerstaff, said he's day-to-day. So hopefully by next week um, he can he can come back. But it, it's, so, it's so crazy because I didn't think it was possible for a team in the Cavs to have a dream season but at the same time have a season from hell all in the same. Like if that makes any sense yeah. where all this success is happening and now – Injuries and injuries and injuries. But look, uh, we... And then they ran into, you know, our our, our dude. Yes, you're 33 no, and 27. Adrian, play the butt. This is why you did the This butt. is clear. I don't... Call me cat. Okay, cat. Call me kitty cat. <laughs> okay, kitty cat. Thank you. When you run into kitty cats like that, it's a really big deal. The biggest kitty cat. It is. Listen. Three-point champion, and congratulations to y'all. You guys won I, by I mean, five. I mean, play it again, just like out of respect. <laughs> For the three-point champ. Mrs. Clear, I don't... Call me cat. Okay, cat. Call me kitty cat. <laughs> okay, kitty cat. He had his way. He did, I mean, Lindsay... He had his way. You, they, your team's won one playoff game in like 15 years. Shh. Okay. the game after that. <laughs> Look, like I said, uh, I'm sorry. I'm not even trying. I'm not trying to burst your bubble. I'm just, I'm, I'm happy about this team. It is so beyond frustrating that I just want two of my guys. Can I have my third string point guard and and one of my starters back? Uh, they'll, they'll be back within the next couple of weeks. Uh, but this team's going to have to earn it. And at the end of the day, this is a young team. Uh, the surpassed expectations of everybody. This team won 22 games last year. BetQL had the Cavs winning 25 games this entire season. So I, I want these these guys to get a top six seed so that they don't, they don't have to play in the playing tournament. And I want to see them make some noise. Uh, first round, second round, just get that experience. Because to be honest, as hyped as I was with Karis LeVert in this trade with the Pacers, as soon as the Sixers and the Nets made that deal on both ends, Everything in the East, and I don't care whether you're a Cavs fan, a Bucks fan, a Heat fan, a mm-hmm. Bulls fan, everything shifted. Um, so it's a little bit frustrating. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we'll, we'll be they all right. They're going to have to Adrian, prove it. They say it's the year of the Tiger, but I like to be a little more inclusive than that. It's I think, in my book, it's the year of... Mrs. Clear, I don't... Call me Cat. <laughs> okay, Cat. Call me Kitty Cat. <laughs> okay, Kitty Cat. I like you to continue, but honestly, just with that button, I think it's a it's a perfect segue over into our Golden Knights portion of this segment because you couldn't get past Carl, so that's where we got to stop. The buck starts and stops at the cat, and the Golden Knights, man, I'm not saying it's time to panic, but the worriness is definitely on my mind. And it's not just because the Golden Knights have lost five of their last six. It's the fact that they're losing to the likes of the Arizona Coyotes. It's the fact that they get their, not lunch taken against the Colorado Avalanche, but it it didn't really feel that close. 
You get blown out 6 nothing in Calgary after beating Edmonton 4 nothing, And something changed. And a lot of it has to do with the lineup that we're employing right now. No Max Pacioretty tell God knows when. When have we heard that before? Same thing with uh, Matthias Yanmark. Obviously not as big of a uh, omission there, but certainly a glue guy and, and someone that did his best impression of uh, one of our better players last year, Tomas Nosek, and put his, his team on his back and put some goals in there. Uh, and no Mark Stone until probably the end of the regular season because he's got a bad back. Uh, Alec Martinez was back on the ice yesterday, but he had a different facial bandage on, and he's not going to be in the lineup, so there's nothing to see there. Nolan Patrick is skating around, even though he's coming back from concussion. Uh, I think that's almost everybody, but those are some pretty gargantuan names to not be in this lineup. And the Golden Knights are clearly struggling with finding their identity with these guys out because they're not scoring at the same rate. They're not. I said six nothing. You lose to Calgary. Four goals. You've only scored twice. One, two, three, four, five, six. Two out of the last six times you've scored four goals. You're getting back. You're starting that minor night in Robin Lyre, so thank goodness for that. We gotta make sure that we bring him up to speed at the right pace because he's missed multiple chunks of this season. Almost everybody has. I think there's only one player on the Golden Knights that has not missed a game so far, and their name escapes me. I saw the stat the other day. That's insane. And I've said earlier in the season, I've, I've been impressed with their ability to stay in it. I've, I've been impressed with the fact that they were at first place for such a long time. But here's the thing. There's a little bit of a misleading nature to a lot of those standings because, first of all, Calgary had a ton of games to be played because they had to reschedule them for the month of February. And guess what? A lot of those turned out to be wins. And now, as we've previewed for both of those teams for weeks, the Kings are here. Golden Knights are in third place. You can look up and down Twitter with every big name that is associated with this team or writes about this team. They've never been in this position this late in the season. And this is a Stanley Cup or bust year. We're going to talk to Joe O in a few moments here. But we've said this on our, this program before. I mean, th- this, is, this is what I believe. I think those wild card spots in the Western Conference are going to the Central Division. I think they're both going. Because sometimes the divisions are one is a little bit uh, more heavy than the other. And so, with that, if you're outside that top three, that's outside. I, I'm not even ready to explore what if they don't yet. I'm not there yet. I don't even want to put that kind of negativity into my brain. And this is a team that, while they haven't been getting the results on the scoreboard, have been doing good things, have had good stretches of hockey, and have been dealing with a lot of injuries and a lot of inconsistencies up and down this lineup. And it's going to be another piece-together effort tonight against a, a Sharks team that literally is circling the drain, who has been, quote unquote, in the mix for weeks, even though just based off of how you've seen their injury report go in the last couple weeks and their actual results, which are worse than the Knights. Like, we were previewing that Arizona Coyotes game on Friday. I'm saying, trap game, this is not great. We've been off for many days. They just won a game, and, uh, you know, it doesn't look good, especially when it's a last-place team with nothing to play for and everything to want to tear your house down. San Jose Sharks, we know about the history here, while the names that, 
started all of that aren't necessarily here anymore. But if they lose tonight, if the Golden Knights drop one at home tonight and you face the Boston Bruins in two days who have just been beating up on everybody here like the San Jose Sharks, like the L.A. Kings, we start having different conversations. We start using our imagination because there's only so many games left in this season. There's only so many healing days for the names that are not out there right now. And I don't expect Jack Eichel to put this team on his back and score 30 goals and lead this team to the promised land all by himself. That would be unfair. Silver lining, though. He's looked good these five games, right? Was it four points? Absolutely. Past five games? But that's, that's what is part of the concern for me because he is making progress. But now that even more of our scoring lineup is out, a bigger emphasis gets placed on him. It is not placed on him. It is placed on the Carlsons, on the Smiths, on the Marchessos, on the Dodonoffs. Where's Dodonoff been? Where's he at? Steven, let's go. You know, people are producing, but you're not getting the results. And so what does that look for each individual in that locker room? That looks like a different thing. That looks, it looks different for Chandler Stevenson than it does for Jake LeShizen. Straight up. But the effort has to be there, and I would expect that tooth and nail fight from the San Jose Sharks tonight because they know exactly where they are and how quick they are to teetering to a full-blown rebuild. It's not that their season could be decided in the next five or six games, couple weeks or so for the Sharks. The next few seasons, because we're trying to figure out, are we going to re-sign Tomas Hurdle or not? Because if he goes, they trade him, that means we are in full rebuild mode. And he's got to prove, this roster has to prove to their front office that it is worth enough to sign him in the next 20 days to keep this core at least building in the way that they have. And Mario Ferrar was a huge part of that. And he's not going to be out there for the San Jose Sharks tonight. So we'll have a, a little bit deeper breakdown for the matchup ahead of tonight's game. Just a few hours away. But the worry meter certainly at at least, I think, a six and a half for me. For and, the and, Golden Knights and, and out of ten. if it loses, it's moving to an eight? I, I don't want to say it's an eight. We'll have to see how they play. Um, but the pressure's picking up. And you can tell. And you got to get it together. Everybody's in desperation mode, and this is the most contentious division out of the four. And it's crazy because every time we talk about this, I, I want to repeatedly ask you, are they going to have enough time to get this mm-hmm. together? And it's kind of like I'm, I'm always trying to give you a basketball example. It's kind of like the Nets. It's all this it's talent. It's not even getting it it's together. Not. It's to keep it from unraveling and falling apart. And not everybody has the same gloves to make sure that the ropes don't burn and rip through their hands as it's slipping away. And so we got to take turns. We have to have shifts. We have to find different ways to piece together victories outside of going on the rush and, and relying on the same names and the same peoples. But somebody that we haven't had a chance to rely on uh, in a while is Joe Ostrowski. And we are going to get into our conversation with him and all of the wealth expansion opportunities that are at your fingertips for tonight's slate of sports. Let's get to that 1140, the bet. On the line is host of BetQL Daily and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider finally making his return. We missed you, man. Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to Driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. Be sure to listen to the BetQL Daily podcast for more of Joe Ostrowski's analysis 
Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast. After an extended hiatus, the triumphant return of Joe O. So happy to have you back with us. Despite Adrian's best efforts to rally me to replace you, I instead fought back tooth and nail in the name of loyalty, Joe. So what present did you bring me back from vacation and where'd you go? On Poochki Day of all days, which I know people outside of Chicago probably don't even know what I'm talking about. Zero on idea. Tuesday. Come on, Adrian. Come on. I'm sorry. Um, thrilled to be back. Thrilled to be back. And, and I bring good news. Uh, we have uh, no baseball. Oh, report. That, that's good news for you? <laughs> no, not. It'll, I'll be really mad after March Madness, but right now I'm in the mode where I've got the middle fingers in the air at Rob Manfred. I say, get out of my face. I don't care about your sport until basketball's gone, and then I'm going to want to go to a game. And, that, and then I'll be really angry if for some reason baseball's not here for us. Yeah, the burn isn't really technically here yet, but it is certainly approaching as that deadline, although it is self-imposed, just goes by the wayside. But just to start things off, the Los Angeles Lakers are mostly a disgrace at this point. Uh, They're going to be visiting the Mavericks tonight. I'm on BetQL.com right now as we speak, and there's a green arrow pointing at the Lakers along with a four-star value. First of all, what wizardry is this? Because Jason Kidd is furious. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I, I, I cannot do that for one second. Got to love what Dallas has done this year, and it's completely the opposite with the L.A. Lakers. I don't, on my show, I'm like, do we even need to waste our time talking big-picture stuff with the Lakers anymore? I, I think that's a big, fat no. Um, it, it, what's so impressive about what Kidd has done is how they've turned things around defensively. Now, do they have enough Dallas uh, to put together to win a title? Probably not. You know, Lucas still needs a Robin to be paired with. But uh, there there is a good reason that Dallas is favored by five and a half on the road. LeBron doesn't want to hear any of it. Man, it's it's, uh, anarchy over there in La La Land. I I think I can't bet on the Lakers. I can't go with the model with with this specific play, the way things have been going. Um, Typically in these matchups, We've seen unders in the last six matchups between the Lakers and the Mavs uh, on the road there, and uh, the Mavs have been covering the number in four straight. So uh, Lakers are a no-go for me. What if it gets worse? Like, we just th- we keep thinking, like, this is the rock bottom, right? But, like, they already cut DeAndre Jordan. He's already go to, going to happy town in Philadelphia. But, like, honestly, how big or how bad do you think tonight could get, especially since we have a commitment to defense on the other side of the floor? That's usually something that goes by the wayside when things aren't going so well for your basketball squad. But it can get worse, right? Like, we've seen this in the past when LeBron doesn't get his way, when we have these superstar athletes used to getting their way, and they pout, and they're very angry about it, and they made, they made it clear how they felt about things uh, before the trade deadline, and then you do nothing. I, I actually commend the Lakers front office. I like what they did. I mean, it was, it was a signal of, listen, you wanted this. We gave you what you wanted, and now you're like, no, go, go fix the mess that we made. No, you fix your mess. So I'm, I'm actually fine with it. I, I have no issues with the Lakers not doing anything at the deadline, which has made the players all upset. Even though the West is down this season, the Lakers, there wasn't a move for them to make where they were going to represent the Western Conference in the NBA Finals. So I'm actually fine. What, what is curious, as always, the fascinating NBA offseason, is LeBron going to force his way out of L.A.? Because it certainly seems like, He does want to stay there, but he's not happy with his bosses right now. 
Joe, contrary to rumors, I missed you, bud. So I'm, I'm glad we're talking. And oh, I want to stay. I want to stay in the Western Conference, uh, specifically with the Suns. Obviously, during the All Star Game, I don't know what Chris Paul was thinking playing, uh, and he's going to be out for yeah. the, the rest of the regular season, the uh, final six to eight weeks. So when it comes to the Suns, to me, they were the best team in the NBA by far. Uh, with this injury, how is this affecting their odds in terms of big picture and them being the favorites to win the title? Uh, not a ton yet. I, I would say what we're seeing a bitter, a bigger impact is with Golden State and the way that they've played, and they continue to wait and wait and wait on this Draymond Green injury. Um, he keeps saying in three to four weeks, do we know when he's going to return? Because they are a, a completely different team. As as we go down the line in the Western Conference, it just feels like question mark, question mark. There's another question mark. So I I. I feel like there's a little bit of value in those teams that are hanging around five and six that can avoid the play-in when you look at the, the aforementioned Dallas Mavericks and also Denver. I find them so fascinating because you know you have one of the top players. Uh, most games, you are going to have the best player on the court on your side. And now are his running mates going to return, and what are they going to look like once the playoffs get going? Uh, right now it would be a matchup with Memphis and Denver in the first round, which is, you know, sign me up. Get the popcorn. Ja against Jokic in a first-round matchup. And the Grizzlies have very little experience in the playoffs. And if the Nuggets get their guys back, I certainly like that. Um, I, I think there's an idea that uh, maybe the Paul injury isn't the worst thing at this stage in his career for him to get his legs and get everything figured out because we're not talking about a knee or an ankle injury. Uh, before the playoffs get going. But, Adrian, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's no doubt that the Suns were, bar none, the uh, the best team in the NBA before that Paul injury. Well, we need to talk about the more realistic Western Conference Finals matchup here, and that's really going to be on our docket tonight. <laughs> and you know exactly <laughs> where I'm going because Carl Anthony Towns brings his three-point greatness tonight to the arena, the best three-point shooter in the arena, bar none at least this year. Uh, the Warriors are in town visiting the Target Center. Do you bet on Carl Anthony Towns and another statement game for him as he's really seemed to take a step in the last couple weeks, especially since the All-Star break? Or do you maybe go with the Wiggins and, and go for that little revenge game as he returns back to Minneapolis? Because we know that there are emotions involved every time these two teams square off because of their shared history. And the last time Golden State was there, wasn't it a 20-point win for your T-Wolves? No, I'm just that. saying, in the year that they broke the record for most <laughs> yeah. wins, that the Wolves won in their building at least once. I'm just saying. Claim to fame. Numbers won. The numbers won. I, I would like to pull the trigger on Minnesota, but uh, you're basically asking me to pick the winner of the game. Uh, so I would have to go with Golden State in this spot. However, I understand your optimism. Okay. It is certainly fair. And, and you know, it, it feels like they're building a court. I, are the guys going to stay? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I would also be excited with what Minnesota has done this season. But in this specific spot, I feel as a better, it feels like, okay, the number has gone too far here. I, we're in a pick em situation, so I have to go with Golden State. In Anthony Edwards, we trust. If you love the Denver Nuggets so much, <laughs> let's just wait until we see uh, one final game of the season for uh, to, 
to decide the playoff seating, just like it was a couple years ago. We'll remind you who was victorious in that particular meeting <laughs> of the Titans. But let's switch gears, not necessarily out of basketball, but into the level of it. Fever dream that is March is creeping up upon us. It actually is technically here. We all love to advance the Big Ten teams through our brackets because no one actually watches basketball until the madness that is March comes around. But who do you expect to feel the more, most pressure down the stretch leading up to conference tournament time, and how does that translate into game management and strategy? Well, you know, Saturday was wild, and we saw, what was it, seven top ten teams go down. So, you know, this is the time for people that are your fringe college basketball fans that really want to have some knowledge when they're setting up the brackets coming up in March for their office pools and all that. Uh, There are some interesting matchups tonight that you might want to take a look at. So uh, Purdue, who has, you know, according to, to most metrics, the best offense in the country, the problem is, their defense. I mean, they're outside the top 100, and they lost over the weekend. So tonight we've got nine against ten. Big Big Ten matchup here. Uh, Purdue against Wisconsin. The BetQL model has Purdue as a uh, four-star best bet. Uh, that line is only three. So I'm curious to see how the Boilermakers bounce back. Badgers have had a good amount of luck this year. If you look at all the games uh, that have been decided by five points or fewer. Wisconsin is 11-0 and in those games. So I'm curious to see how uh, Purdue looks. I-, I would lean to Purdue in that one. And Providence against Villanova. The public is on the underdog in this one because the point spread is 9.5 in favor of Nova. And this is about motivation because Providence already won the conference. So they're thinking they've been celebrating. They've got nothing to play for, which is – Quite accurate. Um, Nova, a huge favorite. So I I would also look to that Nova side at home, uh, expecting them to win by double digits. Arizona, they lost over the weekend as well. They're visiting USC. Another one of these matchups where we have one against two uh, in the conference. Joe, let's stay in the uh, college basketball world. Uh, Gonzaga lost on Saturday, just like you said, seven out of the top ten teams. Uh, looking at BetQL and, and some of the odds, they're still the overwhelming favorite to win it all. Uh, what are some other sleeper teams that you're looking at that could possibly win it all? Yeah, I mean, how I handicap this season is <laughs> it's wide open. Chaos. Uh, there are some, there, right, and we saw it on Saturday. I think that's just a glimpse of what we're going to get in March. At least I hope so. Uh, there are some that believe that Gonzaga, even after losing over the weekend to St. Mary's, that uh, they're a cut above the rest. I, I don't, I don't quite disagree. I don't quite agree with that one. I think we can probably label, list off a dozen teams that could make the Final Four. And if we're looking for some value, um, Tennessee before their win over Auburn on Saturday, they were fifty to one. They're 40 to 1. There's still a lot of value there. They're projected to be a three seed. Uh, Houston is hanging around 50 to 1. They're projected to be a four seed. Uh, last night, Texas was hanging around against Baylor. They're 70 to 1. I expect them to be a four or a five coming out of the uh, challenging Big 12 this season. Uh, that's another option that, that really provides some value. I, I expect chaos, um, and, and I do expect it in a few weeks. Hide your Virginians and definitely bet on Don Staley if I could, you know, if there was a women's basketball bracket offering, which I haven't seen on BetQL. I'm sure that site is just being built as we speak, Joe. Oh, but let's go to our area of expertise, or at least our shared area. Let's move to the game of hockey. Uh, whose win streak do you bet on more tonight? The Bruins have won five straight, four of those being on the road. They are minus 180 in Anaheim tonight, who have scored one goal in their last two home games, but still have John Gibson. Or 
The Montreal Canadiens at plus 185 with clear eyes, full hearts, and Coach Marty makes hockey fun again. Also winners of five straight. And while the Jets, well, they forget the fuel sometimes. Oh, man. I can't just cheat and, and, give, and give you uh, the Devils Columbus goal in the first 10 Nobody minutes. Nobody wants because... to watch that. Not Come even on. the super mites that play in between the periods. You, you just have to get a goal in the first 10 minutes. The Devils 23-3 and three to getting a goal in the first 10 minutes. Mm. In the last 26 games, it's juiced up, but I feel like it's free money, which probably means it's not free money. Uh, I, I would go with Montreal. Um, everybody's betting Calgary, right? Mm-hmm. Pacific, all sorts of futures. I still view that division as wide open. 68, 65, 60, I agree with 61, you. 51, mm-hmm. 59. Okay, good. Now, the Kings blitzed last night, right? Yes. They played three more games in Calgary. However, they are three points back, and they are 18-1 to to win the division. Mm. Quick could go on a hot streak. We've seen that in the past. They they kind of have been, Joe. They've been on fire on the road. And they're a team that I actually talked about on the show last week when you were on vacation about – contenders, play, or teams that weren't in first place that we think are going to make noise in the playoffs. And I absolutely put the Kings in that category. But right now, I like the Flames better than the Kings because the Flames have a better power play, better special teams overall, and just have better depth. But just depending on how the Kings approach the trade deadline, because they're going to need to add defense, that might be able to put them over the edge. But regardless, this is not a conversation that any Vegas Golden Knights fans uh, anticipated having. (laughs) And the Oilers are coming too, and I wouldn't put them that far outside of things either. Mm. But the Kings are absolutely uh, not just a sleeper pick anymore, which the Flames were a month ago. Edmonton also 18-1. to That's that's certainly uh, worth noting. Okay, so I'm not crazy that if we're, we're still at this stage in the season looking for some value in the Pacific, mm-hmm. even though everyone's hot on the flames, like it's still open. Yeah, I would go with the Kings. And then the, the thing that I'm kind of reading in terms of how uh, playoff spots will be allocated, I think the Central Division is going to eat up all of the wild card spots. And so I think that'll create extra urgency and just desperation because if you're only getting three teams in, well, that fourth team normally would be challenging for that wild card spot, but maybe not left on the outside, kind of like the Miami. Miami Dolphins a couple years ago. Mm. Okay. Well, like I'm glad that we took care of that for each other, Joe, that you. I, that you got what you needed, that I got that w- what we needed. And Adrian, <laughs> again, you told me you wanted somebody else, but do you think that Joe O at least earned himself an invitation back next week? <laughs> Joe, Joe runs the show. Whenever he wants to be back, he'll be back. Not right on. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule, Joe. We cannot wait to talk with you again next Wednesday. Let's do it, and I look, and I'm sure after March Madness, I'll be fired by Adrian once again. Yes, stop it, Joe. It's also Tuesday, so at least we all have knocks against our reputation here. Thank you so much, Joe Ostrowski from BetQL. Insider calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than twenty-five thousand new and used cars in Driveway's nationwide inventory. And on the other side of the break, kiddos. Fresh starts for Saquon and Christian, and maybe other superstars. We'll get into it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Playmakers. Another scintillating conversation with Joe O. As always, happy to have him back in the regular rotation here. Uh, some players that are looking to get themselves back into the regular rotation, Adrian. Some big-name running backs. So much has been expected from the likes of Saquon Barkley. Same could be probably said about Christian McCaffrey. And the offenses of each of their respective teams, that being the Giants and the uh, Panthers, have been constructed around the running back. And it's very antithetical to what most of the NFL is doing these days, unless you're, you know, the Tennessee Titans or technically the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, it's you, true. You find these outlier players that they're just too good for you not to make them your option A. But I don't think Barkley or McCaffrey are option A anymore, Adrian, because they can't stay on the field. They Neither of them can stay on the field for, for differing reasons. And it's just, if it's not the left knee, it's the right knee. If it's not the right knee, it's the back. If it's not the back, it's a fibula. Or the ACL. Yep. Or, and, and for Saquon, we're talking about the number two pick in the draft. Absolutely. And a lot of reps on the bodies for each of those respective players before they even started their NFL careers. And that's why the running back position is such a crapshoot because you can find people that are absolute outliers, but some of them are made a little bit more of glass than others. And so in a way, I think it's time for both of these teams to move on from these guys for differing reasons, but Timing's just not there because both of those teams have been trying to get out of a rebuild. They were both of these players were supposed to be part, a huge part of getting themselves out of the basement. And they've just been stuck there because they cannot stop the flooding. And so where do they go? There's an article earlier today uh, written by some of our friends across the nation here at Odyssey about Saquon Barkley and potential landing spots for him listed five teams I figured we don't need to break down you know their list of teams that they think they should go on I decided to go on NFL.com and let's just look straight up at team rushing and let's see because I think there's a magic fit for both of these guys because it depends on timing it depends on need and it depends on depth I like when you put your GM hat on Lindsay oh thank I like you. this Thank you. I'm excited to uh, to be here because and, both of these guys, I think, are best suited on contenders, but maybe not necessarily running back one. What were you going to say? 
I was going to say earlier today, uh, as a matter of fact, at the NFL Combine, um, specifically uh, the GM, the new GM of the Giants, uh, who came from Buffalo, Joe Show, uh, Showin. I like to call him Joe Show. Uh, they asked him about Saquon and the rest of the roster, and he said nobody on that team is untouchable. And obviously, yep. they're they're about. I think it's they they have a preposterous number that they have to get under. They're super over the salary cap, and unfortunately, Saquon that's about eight million dollars he's due this year. Um, so there are few teams that I think are worse off than the New York Giants right now. Like, how can you be this bad and that so calorie strapped, right? It's unfathomable. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's a project and a half, and that's why I, it's really jettisoned every single person at the helm, be that as the head coach or be that at the GM uh, in the last since Tim or Tom Coughlin left, and so. Teams that really suck at running the ball in 2021. Just get a little handful for you guys here. Going in reverse order of rush yards this season. Texans. Falcons. Dolphins. Steelers. Just surprising. Raiders. Mm. Mm. I see why you had a vision. I, I just realized that the, that the Raiders were part of this. I didn't even like plan this out. Do any of those, that, that handful of five teams, you have Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. Where would you put, do you pick any of these five, four, either of those two? Uh, I, I need to double check on the Raiders, their salary cap situation. Uh, for me, I kind of want to say the Steelers, but then I'm looking back and I'm like, look, they barely made the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to get a new quarterback. We don't know who it is. Uh, right. For their sake, they might want to go pass happy with that. Yeah, and so. you're going to have Mason Rudolph. Uh, they already uh, they spent their first round pick on a running back. Um, to be honest, if, if I'm looking at, at a team that Saquon would fit perfectly. Out of those five? Out of those five? Uh, Go with the Texans, whatever. Just start all the way new. I don't know. But out yeah. of those five, to me, there's other teams in the league that kind of are a better fit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Falcons are an interesting bit because they're clearly not ready to move on for Matt Ryan, even though they're going to pay him like an obscene amount of money this Most year. Most money in the league, 49 yeah. mil. Yeah, I remember like kind of forecasting this in the last couple of years and just seeing like, Matt Ryan's making how much money in 2022, 23? I'm like, my God. And so in effort to kind of hedge that bet and maybe take some pressure off of him. I think if I had to choose between the two, McCaffrey would be, well, maybe not the McCaffrey because then it's interdivisional. See, there's all these little yeah. considerations to make. But I think the Falcons, and you're 100% right, because the Falcons at least have Calvin Ridley. They have yep. a good passing there's game. That stable. Yeah, so it kind of gives them the balance. Um, and when they made the run of the Super Bowl a few years ago, they did it with a stable of running backs as well. Yeah, so it, I, the, the Falcons out of those five. Mm-hmm. Um, and – it's also like when you look at the Giants and the Panthers, it's interesting. The Giants, obviously, they fired their head coach. They got Brian Dable from Buffalo. And I appreciate the general manager being honest of like, look at the situation and look at our future. They said, Daniel Jones, we're not going to give you a fifth-year option. That's not happening. Yep. Prove it to us this year. Everyone's on the table. Flip side, the Panthers, they kept Matt Rule. And I Everybody honestly, else. Yeah, and, and, and they even. Except for offense, they, they fired Joe Brady. Right? Yeah, they, yeah. But they just fired the OC. him like midseason, though. Yeah, the OC and like yep. the the Panthers have been the GMs already said no matter what happens, we're getting a left tackle. Uh, they just re-signed one of their tight tackle ends. Tackle heavy draft, so it makes sense. Yeah, and they just re-signed their tight end, and they they gave him like eleven mil guaranteed. 
Pro Football Focus has that tight end that they signed, Ian Thomas, the 44th out of 45 tight what? ends last year. Yeah, that's his ranking. Steve the 44th. Smith Sr. must be furious. Yeah, and and obviously keeping Matt Rule, that's why, like, the, the philosophy of, look, you have Sam Darnold, that's a questionable quarterback, yep. but you're still trying to do this. And, and they signed McCaffrey to a big contract. So I think McCaffrey, if I have to pick between those two, I think McCaffrey stays. Um, and honestly, I actually think he's not even going to be – I think they're going to try to phase him out into a, a slot receiver you and like think? a receiver just to the longevity. I mean, these guys kinda, get beat up. It's kind of the equivalent of the DH position, if you think about it, if you're yeah. looking to to diversify and maybe elongate the careers of some people. But they have to get him involved somehow. And if it's too much contact and he's just getting banged up, that's one way to do it. You're going to uh, reduce his effectiveness. But then again, something's better than nothing. So that group of five, I, I, I don't see the Raiders like upping – everything to get either of those guys when we have Josh Jacobs. It's not like he's that far off and he's actually more available than both of those guys, which is really saying something. So uh, in terms of the next group of teams here, we're just going like reverse order of rush yards last season, Jets, Buccaneers, Rams, Giants, and Bengals. I can't, I mean, the Bucks. The Bucks. Bucks are good. Bengals are fine. Are they Joe good Mixon. though? Because now you might have to make different considerations just depending on what quarterback you bring in. True, but they also I know that the the Bucks are in like kind of cap hell. That's true. And the players that they but have to resign. But that means that they could probably could they play ball then? Can you do? They always call it a hockey trade where it's like player for player, salary for salary. They could, or they're just going to have to like they had a recently this week one of their their offensive linemen's retired. Yeah, their center oh, Ryan right. Jensen's going to be. You, Chris Goodwin, like, are you not going to re-sign Goodwin to to take on Saquon with his history? Um, so that's a tough thing. Uh, it's not in your top five. The perfect team, and I hope he doesn't go there for Saquon. I think it's the Ravens because you talk about being a part of the stable. Everybody wants to go to the Ravens. J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Edwards in there, and obviously Lamar. Um, Is and he they, going to take less money though? Because that's asking to that's asking those players to basically go on prove it deals because. The way that I read the Ravens is that they're ascending and that they have a chance to probably uh, challenge for that division this year, if not become one of those regular playoff contenders. We just need them to stay freaking healthy, you know, just before the season even starts. But if that happens, and we we heard about A.B., he wants to play there. Everybody wants to go play with Lamar and just those young quarterbacks. You're going to have to take less money. That's a different consideration, especially you haven't signed that big extension yet. And that's why finding a landing place for either one of these guys is a heck of a, a, a brain exercise. But good effort on the rep today, as always, Adrian. we got a whole hour on the other side of this break. We'll kick it off with the WNBA and why flying charter is apparently the sin we must punish. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.